Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to this very special edition of the Main Event Talk podcast taking place right here and right now. I am the Main Event player, the Super Safe Herman Torres, coming back at you. The God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. And the Main Event is here to do his little personal review. I just got done watching Monday Night Raw just a few moments ago. And guys, a lot of things had happened on Monday Night Raw. We were getting closer and closer to checking out WWE SummerSlam. Coming up live this Sunday, only on the WWE Network, Sunday, August 11th. A lot of great matches are going to take place. We're going to be talking about most of those matches that are going to take place. We're also going to talk a little bit about NXT that's going to take place as well. That's going to happen on the weekend. Uh, I believe that's going to be on August 10th. Uh, August 10th, Saturday. Can't wait to check that out and everything. And uh, it's going to be tremendous, and I am so psyched for this weekend, not just because of NXT and not just because of SummerSlam. And also, as you guys know, Transformers the movie is coming out. uh, Well, actually, what I plan on doing, for those of you guys that are listening to my podcast right now, I plan on doing the Transformers the movie uh, not only on my personal Facebook page. I also plan on doing Transformers the movie on my main event talk Facebook page for everyone to see in honor of the 33rd anniversary of Transformers the movie. And not only that, I had already done my production of the main event talk podcast about Transformers the movie, which is scheduled to appear on the day of the anniversary. So it should appear on everyone's. Um, my Facebook, it's going to appear in my main event talk as well, so be prepared for that. So looking forward to checking out what's about to happen this coming weekend. It's going to be awesome. So, I have myself a little drink here before I get talking about what happened tonight on Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> a lot of things have been, a lot of speculation has been going on, guys, about what's been happening in the past couple of hours. So, with that being said, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about what has taken place and everything else like that. And the main event, all I can tell you straight up is this. The episode of Monday Night Raw was good. Everything came out as perfectly as possible. Everything, uh... Uh, if if I wanted to start with an angle, let's start off with the beginning of Monday Night Raw. Um, it was a very, very strange tag team match. And the tag team matchup would feature this awesome women's tag team matchup. Natalia teaming with Trish Stratus to take on the team of, if you can believe this or not, two members of the Four Horse Women The Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. And uh, we know these two are not exactly the best of friends, and they did everything that they could as far as, you know, know, having matches and everything else like that, which is fine. The matchup was uh, good from head to toe, but we already knew right away that Charlotte wasn't, wasn't exactly going to try and help out Becky Lynch. So there was this one part at the very, very end where um, Becky Lynch got hit with the sharpshooter. Charlotte Flair had walked out, and uh, even though the matchup, <clears throat> even though the matchup came directly to uh, Trish Stratus, or actually the, the who won the matchup? 
I think, um, who won the matchup? Oh, it was, um, I'm sorry. It was Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair that won the matchup against Trish Stratus and Natalya. Wasn't exactly the big build-up to what we expected, but we know for, the, we know for sure that Becky Lynch is going to have to be prepared for what's about to happen at SummerSlam when she defends her championship against Natalya. And also, big congratulations go out to the man, Becky Lynch, and also big congratulations going out to Roman Reigns. Because as you guys know, the release, well, actually the release date will be on October 5th, but the cover for WWE 2K20 has been revealed in the front cover is none other than Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns. And it's a very good uh, very good cover. I really like how the cover looks and everything else like that. They showed the trailer of it a little bit early, uh, even though it was supposed to be revealed on Monday. You know how the internet goes, guys. I mean, anytime when people want to know about what's about to happen before it happens, they go on the internet, they find their shit, they download a bunch of stuff. It's like, hey, check it out. This is what it looks like. I saw the trailer for it. Uh, it looks pretty good. I dig it. It uh, has several legends of it. Several legends from Hulk Hogan to appear there. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, Sheamus, and many, many others that appeared in the trailer for WWE 2K20. And the main event cannot wait to get his hands on that game if I can get my hands on a PS4. So congratulations once again. Go out to Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch for being a part of this year's um, 2K20. Now, I know there's been a lot of people that are dogging this whole thing about, well, Seth Rollins should have been right next to Becky Lynch and everything else like that. Well, yeah, I mean, that should have happened. But considering the fact that Seth Rollins was already a part of the 2K brand last year, this year, I mean, we all knew that Becky Lynch was going to be in the front cover one way or another, but we weren't sure if it was a dual deal. So... They went ahead and put the big dog right next to the man, and that worked out perfectly, and everything else like that. So once again, congratulations go out to Roman Reigns, and congratulations go out to Becky Lynch. The main event loves it, digs it, and I hope you guys dig it too. And don't forget that the game will be released on October 5th. Now, um... There are a couple of things that the main event would like to talk about and everything else like that, but I'm not going to suspense with the formalities, so I'm just going to go right to the point. Um, let's talk about a couple of things that happened on Monday Night Raw, a couple of exciting things that took place on Monday Night Raw. Let's start off with the new champions. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the new champions. Let's talk about... The Ridiculous 24-7 Championship. Yes, as you guys know, the uh, WWE 24-7 Championship last week, uh, I guess the championship was held up, right? And R-Truth was the one that had the championship, and then Drake Maverick had the championship, blah, blah, blah. And then Mike Kanellis was the one that held on to the championship, and then all of a sudden, his wife takes the 24-7 championship, becoming the first pregnant female to win the 24-7 championship. And when I saw that, the first thing I said when I saw Maria Kanellis become the 24-7 champion is... What the fuck are these guys thinking? Seriously, I mean, why? Why would you want a pregnant champion to hold on to this championship? Why? 
What the hell? What kind, what sort of ratings are you trying to boost up at this point? Seriously. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm hoping that this nightmare comes to an end within one week and everything else like that. <clears throat> now, um, I, I, I need to uh, dispel some rumors and some, some regulations and everything else like that. Um, let's see. From what I understand, the 24-7 championship has been uh has been you know every single every single time when I when we see that championship it's either on R Truth or on Drake Maverick or on EC3 or on Mike Canellis and everything else like that and every single person that we know about I don't know how many people have held on to that championship so far. But I'm trying to remember who's the longest reigning champion. Someone they said that Drake Maverick held on to the championship for 13 days. I don't believe that. Maybe a week, maybe two days or something like that. Maybe three days, if I remember correctly. I may need to look at my info just to find out. But the thing is, Maria Canellas has held on to that championship since last week, right? Held on to the championship since last week. And then she loses the title this week to her husband. Yes, and it was brilliantly done, thank God. Thank God we don't have to see Maria Canellas hold on to that championship for too long. However, uh, I sort of had this strange feeling that he wasn't going to hold on to the championship much longer. While I'm glad that Maria Canellis or Mike Canellis, I'm sorry, held on to the championship and got it, well, we all knew who was coming to go after that championship. Oh, yeah. If you guess it was our truth, your answer is correct, sir. Because now, all of a sudden, there was this uh, part in the whole thing where... I guess R-Truth was trying to dress like a pregnant lady or something like that. You know, her wa his water broke and had a baby, threw it up in the air and all this other stuff. And then, of course, he went ahead and rolled him up, covered him. One, two, three. R-Truth is once again, he's now an 11-time 24-7 champion. Congratulations go out to the... To the two new champions, because, you know, we got to give Mike Canellis his credit. You know, he held on to the title for at least a few minutes up until R-Truth came in and took over and basically took the championship from him. Sorry to hear that. Now, besides the 24-7 championship, also another championship was to be decided. Now, this championship... Or these championships, I'm sorry. We're, we're supposed to be defending on SmackDown, but due to a a very, very sick illness that's going all across the world right now, and that is called the puppy virus. Yes, the puppy fever, the puppy virus that's spreading all over the fucking world, and we are all getting sick. Yes, we are getting sick. We are all getting sick. We're all getting sick and tired of the fact that the, uh, the Iconics have held on to these titles since WrestleMania. We're getting close to SummerSlam. And all we want is for the Iconics to go ahead and lose the titles because all they've done is carry around a bunch of shiny gold belts that they have not really earned. And let's call it like we see it. And here's the thing. I was the guy that knew that they would become champions at WrestleMania. I predicted them. 
I was right on the money about them. Now, it's like, okay, it's been a few months now. This shit needs to be over with immediately. We need to see those titles lost, gone, out the window. We need to put it around somebody else's waist, okay? I don't give a rat's ass. We just need to see those titles change hands. And tonight, those titles were defended, and they were defended up against the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sang. Uh, Fire and Desire, that would be Mandy Rose and Sony Deville. And the unlikely team of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Now, I know that there's a lot of people that were probably wanting to see the Kabuki Warriors win it. And personally, I thought they would win it too. Mandy Rose and uh, Sony Deville, Desired Fire, would have been the easy pick to have them become the next women's tag team champions, which would have been easy. And then I was like thinking it would be even sweeter if Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross would win tag team gold, especially Nikki Cross, because I know a lot of people don't mind seeing Alexa Bliss winning the tag team titles, but I think it would be awesome to see Nikki Cross win the titles too. And sure enough, ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, we have brand new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. My congratulations go out to them for winning the titles for the very first time. And Alexa Bliss has now become a, the second, I believe she's the second woman uh, if I'm, if memory serves me correctly, I believe she's now the second woman to not only hold on to the to the Raw Women's Championship, to the SmackDown Women's Championship, but also the tag team titles. Now, uh, I know that Bailey had not only held on to the Raw Women's Championship, to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, but she's all she was also a former tag team champion, so she's on that list as well. But also, if you think about it. Bailey has also held on to the NXT Women's Championship, so she's still at the very, very top of the ladder as far as holding on to many women's championship match, uh, many titles. But nonetheless, congratulations go out to once again Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for becoming the brand new Smack. Um, I keep wanting to say SmackDown or Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. But anyways, congratulations go out to them for winning the Tag Team Championship. And no doubt, no doubt they'll probably be defending. They'll probably be defending those titles at SummerSlam this coming Sunday night. Only on the WWE Network. We'll see how all that comes about and everything. Now, also, another surprise that took place, and this is something that the main event has been looking forward to checking out for a long, long time, because I was waiting for this moment. A lot of people were waiting for this moment, and every single person has been waiting for this opportunity, and it finally took place, and everyone got excited when it took place, and I'm glad that it took place. Now, let me take it back to one week ago. Let me take it back to the whole meeting involving Dolph Ziggler, involving The Miz, and involving the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Now, we all thought, everyone was thinking that, oh, would it be badass if Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels would go at it at SummerSlam? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Personally, in my view, if Shawn Michaels were to take on Dolph Ziggler, 
Well, actually, I believe that's already happened before. I think it was probably a couple of years back, if some people may remember it or may not remember it. But it has happened one way or another. Trust me, I know. It's in the record books. Check it out. But anyways, since that matchup didn't take place, you notice that Dolph Ziggler had mentioned Goldberg's name last week. Yeah, did you hear that? <coughs> so, this week... They did a episode at the very, very end of Miss TV, and uh, I think uh, I didn't see. I was trying to see the rest of it. I'll probably get a chance to look at it again when I get the opportunity. Dolph Ziggler had signed a contract. Dolph Ziggler had signed to have a match with somebody, and I thought it was going to be up against the Miz. Now, let me be. Let me be honest. I I, I thought it was announced that it was going to be the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. Now. The main event likes Dolph Ziggler. I'm not too crazy about The Miz, but I've kind of, um, I've kind of, um, <clears throat> okay, I've kind of grown to, just a minute. Okay, I have kind of grown to, alright, try again for me, one more time, one more time, I have grown to like the, As you could tell, I cannot say it. I just can't. It's hard to do. It's hard to say the words. I am going to like the mess. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. I can't believe I said it. Yes, I said it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, for those of you that know about my history and understand about how I feel about The Miz and everything else like that, I don't have to explain it. But to the new viewers and to the new audience and every single person that's listening on Spotify and every single person that's listening on the Anchor app and the whole nine yards, let me explain how this goes. I hate The Miz, I think he sucks, I think he blows chunks off of his fucking ass. And yes, I will admit, he is a talented superstar. Yes, he is one of the best this industry has to offer. Yes, he has reminded a lot of people that he headlined WrestleMania. Despite the fact that the only reason why he headlined WrestleMania was because of the fact that CM Punk was not available to be a part of WrestleMania at the time. Okay? True story. Understand the formalities of the situation that's been brought upon you. Now, let's move on, shall we? Miz versus Dolph Ziggler for SummerSlam would have been great. However, we've seen it on numerous occasions. We've seen it in the SummerSlam. We've seen it at Backlash. We've seen it at No Mercy. We've seen it on every single particular matchup. And yet, we're going to see it at SummerSlam? No, 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 no. Not happening, okay? No way. Oh, sorry. No way, no how, never. Okay? It's not going to happen. I don't give a rat's ass about what anybody says. So, tonight, on Monday Night Raw, Miss TV comes out, right? Miss TV comes out. Here comes the Miz. 
Here comes Dolph Ziggler. Here comes the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. <coughs> Goes ahead and does what he could. Signs a contract and thinking that he was going to face The Miz, but that wasn't going to happen. Dolph Ziggler thought he was going to fake the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, at SummerSlam, which would be great, which would be awesome, but I don't think Shawn Michaels has the time or the place to do it. So then who's left over? I mean, who could, poss who could possibly want to face Dolph Ziggler? I said this one week ago, and I said this in a quote. It would be badass if Dolph Ziggler were to go one-on-one -on -one with Goldberg. And holy fucking shit, that's exactly what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Goldberg appeared, he walked down the aisle, Dolph Ziggler was looking like a little bitch being scared, and he ran out of the ring, and then Goldberg walked in, menacing, and all perfection in the whole nine yards. Goes in, signs a contract, looks at the menace, tells him, son, you're next. And it is going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to happen, and every single thing is about to go down. <coughs> and everything else like that. Because now, it is official. At SummerSlam, Dolph Ziggler will get an opportunity to go one-on-one -on -one against Goldberg. And my fucking God, all I can say to the young man is like this. Dolph, I want you to keep in mind a couple of things. I want you to think for a moment. I want you to understand that, yes, you are a talented superstar. You're one of the best this industry has to offer. But lately, it seems that whenever we see you, you only appeared because you think you're ready. You appeared when you took on Kofi Kingston, not once but twice, and you lost. And then you decide that you're going to go ahead and face off against... Who did you face off against before then? Um, the Miz, or it was somebody, I don't know. The point is... Dolph, you have been back in the WWE for quite a while. You tried to put yourself in the title picture, did not work. Now you put yourself in a position where you're about to get your ass killed at the hands of a guy like Goldberg. Now, to me, everyone knows that it's makeup time. Yes, it's makeup time, ladies and gentlemen. It is makeup time for Goldberg because, as you guys know, if, if you guys have heard my main event talk, you know that Goldberg had a matchup against The Undertaker at the Super Showdown, and we all know how that result went down. So now Goldberg gets an opportunity to make up what happened at the Super Showdown at SummerSlam when he takes on Dolph Ziggler. Dolph, keep in mind, this is the man that had a winning streak like you wouldn't believe. This man held on to the United States Championship. This man has held on to the World Heavyweight Championship. This man has held on to the Universal Championship. And despite the fact that you can call him old, you can call him this, you can call him that, he's still jacked, he still looks good, and he still looks like he's going to get your fucking ass in that ring. And at SummerSlam, Dolph Ziggler, you may be perfection. You may be the best. You may be good at what you do. But Goldberg is a Sherman tank that's about to run your ass over at SummerSlam, and you'll be done within at least a minute. You won't even last that long with Goldberg. And as he told you tonight, your ass is next. And that's what's going to take place 
at WWE SummerSlam this coming Sunday, live as it happens on the WWE Network. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. <clears throat> now, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about before we go ahead and get over to the NXT part, because that's the next thing that we're going to be talking about. Now, um, most of you guys have heard, I think at the very beginning of the show, Samoa Joe came out, and uh, there's been a lot of people that have been accusing some people of who attacked Roman Reigns. Who who did this whole thing to Roman Reigns? And um, a lot of people have been saying that it was Buddy Murphy. And uh, personally, to me, I wouldn't mind if it was Buddy Murphy. And, and for the reasons, the fact that I think Buddy Murphy really needs to you know, be in the same limelight as um, Ali. Needs to be in the same limelight as uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, needs to be in the same limelight as, um, I don't know, who's the other cruiserweight that's uh, trying to make a huge name for himself? Well, anyways, uh, the, point of it, uh, the point of this is the fact that if Buddy Murphy had anything to do with what happened to Roman Reigns, well, to me personally, I, I don't mind if that happens. And the reason why is because sometimes you've got to make an impact in a very huge way. So tonight on Monday Night Raw, Samoa Joe was accused, him and, and, and Drew McIntyre and a few other people were accused of having something to do with Roman that what happened on SmackDown Live when all that stuff that fell on him and everything else like that. We still don't know who his attacker is at this point. And then tonight, Samoa Joe was trying to... He was going to keep the show hostage. He was going to wait on Roman Reigns to show up. He found out that Roman Reigns is on his way. Samoa Joe leaves the ring, heads out to the arena, heads right to the parking lot. Roman Reigns comes in in his rent car pretty much having a little verbal confrontation with Samoa Joe, and then all of a sudden Roman Reigns went right into the car, and then all of a sudden there was this car that came, well, not directly at Roman Reigns, but it looked like he went right to Roman Reigns' vehicle, basically ramming him into, you know, what happened. Now, already, I mean, the moment when that shit happened, you know, you know what's been... What's been going on, if you've seen Twitter, if you've seen Facebook, and if you've seen all the stuff that's been going on, everyone has been speculating that we know who killed Roman Reigns. We know who did that shit to him. Remember, remember Survivor Series 1999? Remember what happened to Austin? And then a few months later, a few a year later, we found out it was Rikishi. I bet you it was Rikishi that did that to Roman Reigns. Hey, listen, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but I don't think Rikishi is big enough to fit in a fucking car, okay? Well, he's, well, you know what I mean. But anyways, it wouldn't be Rikishi. Come on, that's like, that's like, that's like trying to get the Attitude Era back in 2019. Come on, look, let's leave the Attitude Era alone, okay? Let's leave it back in 1997, 1998, 1999, 2000, the whole nine Let's leave it the fuck alone and stick with what we got right now, okay? I know that there's some people that are not, they're not exactly happy with the product that WWE is now, but here's the thing. You bitch, you whine, you moan, you complain about the same fucking thing, but yet you're still watching Monday Night Raw, so know your role, shut your mouth and just shut it all right we don't want to hear it now anyways roman reigns gets attacked once again the question is who could it be who could have done this now joe joe pretty much is already out the window so joe did not do anything 
Joe had nothing to do with what happened to Roman Reigns. But I do see something that kind of, I don't know what it is, uh, something clicked in my head that makes me realize that I think I see it and I think you guys see it too. Now, Roman Reigns is, uh, as you guys know, was a part of the movie uh, Hobbs and Shobbs that took place, right? And uh, we all know about um, the movie that came out this past Friday. I have not had a chance to see the movie, but no doubt it was probably an excellent movie, especially when you got Roman Reigns and especially when you got The Rock involved in the movie and the main event. Cannot wait to check that out. Congratulations go out to both of them, by the way, for the success of the movie. Now, Roman Reigns uh, has been having... uh, You know, I kept hoping for SummerSlam to be the match between Shane McMahon and Roman Reigns, but um, that's either going to be saved up for another time, or maybe, just maybe, it'll come up sometime in the near future. I'm not sure. But Roman Reigns has been keeping himself real, real low lately, especially when it comes to SummerSlam and everything else like that. Now, this whole thing with Joe and Roman. Personally, I wouldn't mind seeing those two go at it at SummerSlam, But after seeing what is taking place tonight, and the fact that Samoa Joe now realizes that somebody else is trying to attack Roman Reigns, will Samoa Joe, and this is something that I think should happen, will Samoa Joe be against Roman Reigns like he has had in the past, or will we see Samoa Joe turn face, become a babyface? To me personally... You know, much like Kevin Owens, you know, I'd like to see Samoa Joe, you know, be that same badass that I saw back in Ring of Honor and back in Impact Wrestling and then back in, you know, in the WWE. I still want him to be that badass, but I also want him to be, I want him to be a face. I want him to be a baby face. He's been a heel for too long, and I think it's time for Samoa Joe to become a baby face and maybe, just maybe, align himself with Roman Reigns. I mean, we'll may we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not saying that Samoa Joe is going to be a face right away, because that's just that's just wishful thinking. But everything that I've said, everything that I've predicted, somehow comes true. So be on the lookout, guys. I mean, you never know. Roman Reigns may be in trouble. Somebody may be trying to kill him. It may not be Joe, but Joe, hey, if he becomes an ally to Roman Reigns, can you imagine Roman Reigns and Joe as a team shaking down and tearing down the foundation of WWE? Man, that would be something real, real, real sweet to check out. Now, well, guys, we've got a... Pretty much Raw is already out of the way, and now we're getting ready for this coming weekend. We're ready for this coming Saturday. We're ready for this coming Sunday. We're ready for NXT TakeOver to take place over live in Toronto, Canada. And the main event cannot wait for some of the matches that are going to take place at the TakeOver event over in Toronto, Canada. You know about the matchups that are going to take place over there. Now, to me, and I predict this and I see this coming, it's going to happen and it's going to be something that everyone is going to be looking forward to checking out because I swear and I'm predicting this and I'm saying this right here on the main event talk. At NXT TakeOver, at NXT TakeOver Toronto, this will be the, this will be the event. This will be the event When the Undisputed Era takes home all the gold. Yeah, takes home every single championship. 
The Undisputed Era has been wanting to take over NXT for a while. One year ago, or two years ago to be exact, Adam Cole came into the picture, and I said to myself, one day that dude is going to be the next NXT champion, and he has become just that this year. And now it's only going to be a matter of time before we see the other members of Undisputed Era become champion. Because as you know, Adam Cole is going to be defending the NXT Championship against Johnny Gargano. This will be matchup number three. The first one was for the vacated NXT Championship, which Johnny Gargano won. And then the second takeover, the second, the rematch between those two, Adam Cole wins that matchup, and he wins his first NXT Championship. And now... This coming Saturday night, live on the WWE Network, Adam Cole will defend the NXT Championship against Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls matchup. Now, you guys know that, you know, how the two out of three falls matchup goes. Should we go to the third fall? That will be decided by none other than General Manager William Regal. And anytime when William when William Regal comes along, he'll always add something good to this matchup in the main event. Cannot wait for that. As far as I'm concerned, and I'm going to say this because I can, I like Johnny Gargano. I like Johnny Wrestling. I like Johnny Champion. I think he's great at what he does. But you have to understand, this is the moment. This is the time. Adam Cole is going to run NXT. Adam Cole is going to hold on to the NXT Championship. And before you know it, it will all be over for NXT. And that, ladies and gentlemen is undisputed and also besides something undisputed the tag team titles will be decided I believe as um, if I'm trying to remember this correctly the tag team champions the Street Profits uh, I believe it's a triple threat matchup I could be wrong I may need to look in this but I know the titles will be on the line and no doubt the Street Profits are going to lose the titles which I hope they do and if it happens I hope it winds up in the hands of of oh, sorry <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw something on my screen right there and I couldn't help myself. Okay, anyways, the Street Profits, as you guys know, are the NXT Tag Team Champions. And if they lose the titles, I hope they lose it to Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish of the Undisputed Era. Because now, we will see these two become Tag Team Champions once again. I've been a fan of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly for quite some time. I knew them when they were Red Dragon back in the days of Ring of Honor. And with them being a part of NXT, I said to myself, with those two and Adam Cole together, they're going to run this show. And that's exactly what's going to happen. This coming Saturday night, I guarantee you, I'm going to see Kyle O'Reilly and I'm going to see Bobby Fish become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. That, ladies and gentlemen, will also be undisputed. And now for another championship that's going to be decided. The North American Championship will be decided as the Velveteen Dream will defend the NXT North American Championship in a triple threat matchup against former WWE United Kingdom Champion Pete Dunne 
and also a former NXT Tag Team Champion in the form of Roderick Strong. Now, with all due respect to the Velveteen Dream, I have digged the Velveteen Dream when I first saw him in NXT. He has the experience to know what goes on in these type of championship matchups. Now, he has been in singles matchups. He's been in maybe a couple of situations where he'll win or he'll lose. But now, he's in a predicament where he could hold on to the title for a little while longer or he'll lose it just like that. He could lose it to Pete Dunne. It could happen. Or he could lose it to Roderick Strong. That could happen also this, this Saturday night at NXT TakeOver. And the main event cannot wait for that. So as far as I'm concerned, my money is on Roderick Strong. The main event is going to stick with Roderick Strong. The Velveteen Dream is great at what he does. Pete Dunne is one of the greatest UK champions of all time. And no doubt, I'll see more gold in Pete Dunne's future. But here's the thing. Whether anybody likes it or not, whether you dig it, whether I dig it, whether the world digs it, one thing's for certain, this Saturday night at NXT TakeOver Toronto, it will be undisputed. It's going to be undisputed when Roderick Strong walks out, the North American champion. It's going to be undisputed when Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish walk out, the new NXT champions, tag team champions. And it will be undisputed when Adam Cole wins the third deciding factor, the third deciding fall, and still NXT champion at Toronto at NXT TakeOver. It will be undisputed. <laughs> and the main event cannot wait for that and no doubt guys I know there's several other matches that are going to take place including the <clears throat> I believe Shayna Baszler is going to be defending her NXT Women's Championship up against Mia Yim and here's one of these things where I kind of see Shayna Baszler holding on to her title but in all honesty, and I think a lot of people will get upon this when I say, I think we need her to lose that title, and we need for her to lose that title now. So that way she can go ahead and go to the main roster as soon as possible, and it don't matter if she goes to SmackDown, and it don't matter if she goes to fucking Raw. The point is, Shayna Baszler needs to lose the title. If she holds on to it, well, she deserves it. But if she loses the title over to Mia Yim this coming Saturday night at NXT TakeOver Toronto, well then, that's fine. It's okay. We're not going to hate her for it. The point is, lose the title. Don't worry about the rest. You hold on to the title, okay, that's fine. We'll just find someone else to beat your ass and take the title this coming Saturday night at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Now... And a couple of other matches that are going to be taking place. One in particular that I think I'm going to be looking forward to the most would be Matt Riddle going one-on-one -on -one against Killian Dane. I think that's going to be the, the kickoff show part or the first beginning of the part of the show, I think. And I think that's what's going to take place. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Also, a women's championship will be, uh, a women's matchup will be decided. It's going to be uh, Candice Lorraine going one-on-one -on -one against Io Shirai. And, um... Wow, I gotta say, I um, 
I really don't know what to say about that matchup. Uh, all, all I can say for Candice Lorraine is this. I like her. I think she has all the potential in the world. But Io Shirai is really, really going to give her a, a run for her money. Big time. So, the main event. Cannot wait for that. NXT TakeOver is going to be taking place this coming Saturday night. Live as it happens to the WWE Network. I know you guys are going to be prepared for that. And so am I. Now, <coughs> before we go ahead and start talking about WWE SummerSlam, give me just a moment because I've got to get something real quick. I'll be right back. Don't do anything stupid. And, and don't do anything stupid. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here on the main event talk. I just had to step back into my house for a minute just to pick up something. So, right here. <coughs> Sorry, I was just drinking a Coke while I was getting in there. So, SummerSlam is coming up this coming Sunday night. Live as it happens on the WWE Network. And I am looking on the list. List of many of the matches that are going to be taking place this coming Sunday. Live as it happens in the WWE Network, guys. Let's get into what we need to go for. Now, as I said, as I stated before, Miz and Dolph Ziggler were supposed to have their matchup at SummerSlam, but apparently that's not going to go down. So that's going to be out, out the window. So at SummerSlam, Dolph Ziggler will go one-on-one -on -one against the iconic and WWE Hall of Famer Goldberg. As far as I'm concerned, Dolph Ziggler, you better do everything in your power to back out of this matchup because... He's a Sherman tank, you were small Corvette, and you may haul ass, but he's just going to crush you. At SummerSlam, Goldberg will tell you exactly the same thing he tells everybody else. You're next. Also, we also have another matchup right here. Kevin Owens going one-on-one -on -one against Shane McMahon. These two have faced off against each other before one year ago. And in this matchup, if Kevin Owens loses this matchup over in his hometown in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Kevin Owens will quit and leave the WWE and will never return. I think I know how that stuff's going to go down and everything else like that. <coughs> also... For the United States Championship, this is going to be one of my favorite matchups right here. AJ Styles, the United States Champion, will be defending his championship against former United States Champion Ricochet. That's going to be a hell of a matchup right there. And with all due respect to Ricochet, I dig him, I like him, I think he's the best, but we're talking about AJ Styles. 
We're talking about the phenomenal AJ Styles. We're talking about one of the greatest of all time. As far as I'm concerned, whether we like it or not, whether you guys like it or not, the main event's going to go with my man, AJ Styles. He's going to beat Ricochet in the middle of the ring and remain the United States champion. That's how it goes, and that's how it completely happens. Now, Finn Balor will go one-on-one -on -one against Bray Wyatt. Now, it was about what, one year ago? Yeah, it was one year ago, to be exact. When I... Uh, actually, I don't think it was one year ago. No, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. When the demon Finn Balor went one-on-one -on -one against Bray Wyatt, and now the Fiend comes out, and a lot of people are, are speculating that Finn Balor's demon is going to come out this coming Sunday uh, on the at the uh, pay-per-view. Here's the thing. Uh, to me, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't see The Fiend going up against The Demon because that's just ludicrous. And plus, Bray Wyatt hasn't been in the ring for quite a while now. And he's been on a complete tear, a complete rampage over every single superstar that has tried to come in into the ring against The Fiend. Do you really think that the Demon's going to come out at SummerSlam? I don't think so. Finn Balor is going to go one-on-one -on -one against The Fiend. He's going to go face-to-face -face with The Fiend at SummerSlam. And at the end of the night, regardless of what anyone thinks, The Fiend is going to win. The Fiend is going to take down Finn Balor. And there's no need for The Demon to come out. Maybe sometime in the near future. So at SummerSlam, The Fiend is going to overcome... Finn Balor and overcome Balor Club at SummerSlam. Minimum cannot wait for that. <coughs> Let's see. A couple of championship matches will be decided as the SmackDown Women's Championship will be decided as Bailey will defend the championship against Ember Moon. And let me tell you something, guys. It is refreshing. It is a relief. It is a relief to know that we are going to see Bailey go one-on-one -on -one against Ember Moon, especially Ember Moon, because she deserves an opportunity at the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hell, she deserves an opportunity at the championship, period. We've all been talking about it. We all want it to take place. Will Bailey be able to hold on to the championship against Ember Moon? Or will Ember Moon overcome incredible odds and beat Bailey? and become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. We'll all find out this coming Sunday at WWE SummerSlam. Also for the Raw Women's Championship, the main event cannot wait for this matchup. Toronto's own, or actually um, Calgary's own, Natalia will go one-on-one -on -one against the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. And after what has transpired with Becky Lynch earlier today, against Natalia. Natalia has grown that you know aggressive side against against all um I'm sorry grown that uh, aggressive side against Becky Lynch and all I could say about that guys is I don't think it's gonna surprise me if and, and, and call me call me crazy call me crazy if you like this or not guys but it wouldn't surprise me if that entire Toronto crowd goes against the man. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, here's the thing. The man is loved all over the place. It's loved all over the place in the United States, but we're entering Toronto. We're entering the land of, well, 
the land of crazy or however you call it. Because anytime when an event takes place, especially when it comes to Canada, Canada has a very special way of showing their love for certain particular superstars, especially when it comes to their own superstars, like Natalia, who comes from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, or actually comes from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So, I'm going to say this because it's true. I think Becky Lynch is going to hold on to the championship just a little bit while longer. And I'm also going to make this prediction because I think it is true. I don't think it's going to happen, and I think it will go down. Because say if Becky Lynch wins the title and goes ahead and Natalia doesn't win and then the crowd gets real pissed off and everything else like that, and then the music hits and all of a sudden you hear Ronda... Rousey's music. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's going to actually happen, but I'm going to stick with this because sometimes whenever I make this certain prediction, it usually comes true. No one's been able to figure it out yet, but I hope it happens. I hope it happens at SummerSlam. I hope that Becky Lynch does hold on to the Raw Women's Championship. I hope she does beat Natalia because if she does hold on to the championship... Natalia's good friend, Ronda Rousey, will make an appearance. She will come out, and she will go face-to-face -face with the man, and I guarantee you, the place will blow up when they see the man and the baddest woman on the planet at SummerSlam. But, that's just me talking. I'm not saying she's coming. But, we'll see what happens this coming Sunday at WWE SummerSlam. Also, for the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston will defend the championship against the Viper, Randy Orton. This is a matchup almost 10 years in the making, ladies and gentlemen. And here's the thing. Here's my prediction. Here's my thought. And despite the fact that I know this is not going to turn out the way people want it, hear me out. Kofi Kingston was a great WWE Champion. Kofi Kingston is the best at what he does. Kofi Kingston, I'm glad he won the championship at WrestleMania. But now it's time for the fairy tale to come to an end. It's time for this whole crap to come to an end because let's be honest. Kofi Kingston is going to go one-on-one -on -one against Randy Orton. Now I know some people are probably thinking to themselves, why are you against Kofi Kingston? Now, well, I'm not against Kofi Kingston. I'm against the New Day. Now, let me explain why. Because for the past several months, ever since Kofi Kingston won... The WWE Championship, it's, it's been about the New Day. Tell me something. You think Kofi Kingston is about him holding on to the WWE Championship and him actually defending the title when the New Day's not there? Come on, are you serious? I mean, that's like, that's like Shawn Michaels becoming WWE Champion and he still has Marty Jannetty as his tag team partner. That's like Bret Hart becoming WWE Champion, and yet he still has his tag team partner, Jim Neville Neihardt, by his side. Kofi Kingston needs to be in the single light. And as far as I'm concerned, I like Kofi Kingston. I, I wouldn't mind if he wins the championship this coming Sunday at WWE SummerSlam. But we're talking about the Viper. We're talking about Randy Orton. We're talking about one of the greatest of all time. We're talking the 13-time, or actually 14-time to be exact, world heavyweight champion. And if you guys remember this quite well, something, especially when it comes to the history of SummerSlam, and when it comes to the history of Toronto because Randy Orton knows this better than anybody. Do you remember 
Around, I believe it was August of 2004 when Randy Orton went one-on-one against a former world champion in the form of Chris Benoit over in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. What happened? Randy Orton became the youngest world heavyweight champion and he defeated Chris Benoit to become the world heavyweight champion. So, Kofi Kingston, make no mistake about it, you are a great champion. You are good at what you do. You are the best at what you are. But, uh, however, under these circumstances, you're going up against the Viper. You're going up against the Legend Killer. You're going up against the best of this industry. And one thing's for certain, I like Randy Orton. I dig him. And I'm going to have to go on the side of Randy Orton. I want to see Randy Orton become the WWE Champion once again. Although, personally to me, I would like to see him become the Universal Champion. That's just my opinion, that's just my thought, and that's how it goes. But this Sunday, at WWE SummerSlam, Randy Orton is going to claim back the WWE Championship, and if the New Day decides to get involved, it will prove what I have talked about all along. It is not about Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship. It's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. It's the fact that the New Day is the ones that are the WWE champion and they can't stand the fact that someone like Randy Orton will come along and take that championship just like that with three of the most destructive letters in the history of the WWE RKO Kofi will be done this Sunday at WWE SummerSlam and speaking of done let's talk about Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair now That's going to be a Legends match as far as I'm concerned. That's going to be one of the greatest of all time. And Charlotte Flair, make no mistake about it, you are the best at what you do. But you seem very, very arrogant. It's because the fact that you think that, you know, you don't look at yourself as the underdog. But keep in mind, you are looking in the eyes of the Attitude Era. You're looking into Trish Stratus because while you go ahead and tell her that she was a part of an era where women were shaking their asses. She is bringing women's wrestling to a whole new level. Well, let me remind you of something. Trish Stratus, Lita, Victoria, Jacqueline, and others in that particular nature were the ones responsible for the women's division division being where they are. And make no mistake about it. The only reason, I know some people are probably looking at this as Tessa Blanchard versus Gail Kim. No, that's not what it is, folks. It's the fact that the only reason why Charlotte is going one-on-one against Trish Stratus is because SummerSlam is taking place over in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And where does Trish Stratus belong? In Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That is why. Get that straight to your fucking head. So at SummerSlam, Charlotte goes one-on-one against Trish Stratus, and with all due respect to the Queen, you may be the best at what you are, you may be the best at what you do, but we're talking about Trish Stratus, we're talking about one of the greatest of all time, you may be a nine-time women's champion, and Trish Stratus may be a seven-time women's champion, but at SummerSlam, you're just going to be another bitch in Trish Stratus's list, and we're down to the last matchup. The Universal Championship matchup where Brock Lesnar goes one-on-one against Seth Rollins. Last week, Brock Lesnar pretty much put Seth Rollins in his place. And then tonight, well, Seth Rollins went through the same treatment once again. All I can say is this. If Brock Lesnar wins the WWE Championship, wins the Universal Championship at SummerSlam, okay, fine. 
And if Seth Rollins has somehow managed to find a way to beat the Beast Incarnate at SummerSlam, I'll be very, very surprised. So that's going to be your SummerSlam card that's going to take place right now. And if I can tell from the clock, I only have a few minutes left until I sign off on this amp. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you very much for listening to this very special edition of the Main Event Talk podcast, the SummerSlam edition. The Main Event cannot wait to see what's going to happen this coming weekend. So before the Main Event goes ahead and rolls out, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. On August 8th, the 33rd anniversary of Transformers movie is going to take place on my personal Facebook page and on my Main Event Talk. Facebook page. That's going to take place. You'll see the movie, and you'll also hear the podcast about the movie and the whole nine yards. That's going to be released on that same day. Also, on August 10th, this coming Saturday, it's NXT TakeOver Toronto. It's going to take place over on the WWE Network. Check it out live as it happens. And like I said before, NXT TakeOver Toronto will be undisputed. And then, of course, this coming Sunday, August 11th, live on the WWE Network, it's WWE SummerSlam, the biggest and hottest party of the summer and the main event. Cannot wait for that. And I know all of you guys are going to get ready for this weekend. Of course, football season is starting in the main event. Cannot wait for that because my Dallas Cowboys, yes, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, ladies and gentlemen. Dallas Cowboys will go one-on-one. Well, not one-on-one. But the Dallas Cowboys will go up against the San Francisco 49ers. And I know that there's a good friend of mine that is probably listening to this podcast. My cousin uh, Mingo, my friend Frank, and other people. Guys, make no mistake about it. You guys are 40. Niners, but we are about to put your season to a fucking end, and I swear to fucking God, I guarantee you the Dallas Cowboys will win. I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl, and I'm not saying that they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but one thing's for certain, that's going to happen. But this coming Saturday, much like the Undisputed Era, we're going to take you down. That's how it goes. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to go ahead and say thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. Be ready to check out NXT TakeOver. Don't forget to check out um, don't forget to check out WWE SummerSlam as it happens live this coming Sunday night only on pay-per-view and on the WWE Network and the 33rd anniversary of Transformers the movie on my personal Facebook page and on my Main Event Talk Facebook page. It's going to be off the fucking hook and the main event Cannot wait for that, and we're a few, I'm a few minutes away from doing what I got to do, guys. So, once again, be ready, guys. Transformers the movie this coming Thursday. The podcast this coming Thursday. NXT TakeOver taking place this coming Saturday night on the WWE Network. And also... WWE SummerSlam live as it happens only on the WWE Network and exclusively on pay-per-view cannot wait to check it out so guys thank you for listening and I am out of here and I'm going to go ahead and watch a little bit of Monday Night Raw just one more time and to see how everything else goes so guys let me drink <laughs> let me drink one more thing before I go because it's almost out of time right now
Well, I'm done with my Coke. <laughs> so, guys, once again, thank you for watching. And also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter on um, at Main Event Player at facebook.com slash at main event player you can also follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player you can also find me on my youtube page as well if you can find that as well and also follow me on instagram as well and find my main event talk facebook page at facebook.com slash at real main event talk guys thank you for listening and i will see you next time on the latest episode of the main event talk podcast why because i can and i want to any questions enough said summerslam NXT TakeOver, Transformers the movie, it don't get no better than this.